0: Stories and <laughs> get.
1: Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Mysteries, Inc. I'm Spring. I'm Joe. And we are here to give you another wonderful episode. Some histories,
0: mysteries, conspiracies, and creatures. Heck
1: yeah. As always, we're going to start this show with a healthy, competitive game of rock, paper, scissors. I've been having a losing streak, so we're going to see if I can break this beast up. All right. Ready? Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, scissors. shoot. Oh! Oh! I stole I your rock suck. this time. <laughs> oh, all, right. all right, Joe, you get to go first. What all you right. got for me today?
0: So today, let me pull this up for you. Today, we are going to talk about my Paul McCartney is a fraud. What?
1: <laughs> wow, just ease into that, huh?
0: I don't mean like his fake-ass hippie persona where he's rich, rich man hippie. I mean that he's not even Paul McCartney.
1: Ooh.
0: So there's this theory... That, that i had heard actually first from my hippie friend that i worked with at radio shack but it like i i thought he was just you know just, just that weird, hippie friend yeah just weird <laughs> but i found it more and more and i was like oh this is neat so there's a theory that paul died and was replaced yeah uh, like if you
1: play their records backwards it says paul is dead or something yeah, yeah we'll
0: get into that and that's the famous one that's kind of the one that there is a simpsons reference to that okay so, oh ooh. i'm pretty sure it was simpsons i don't know. i remember hearing the paula's dead thing when i was a kid and not okay. quite understanding it and then hippie friend at radio shack explained it to me but uh it's also not really an, a completely uncommon theory to be had about celebrities uh, a couple have been been suspected of being clones or things. <laughs> Megan Fox, Miley Cyrus, Eminem, Britney Spears, Beyonce—probably way more <laughs> that I that I, I didn't even find. But they've
1: been to Madame Tussauds. They know <laughs> body doubles,
0: clones. Uh, I mean, Saddam Hussein. Come on, <laughs> he did have lookalikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this was first seen in the Beatles monthly book. It was an official band magazine, and this is in 1967. That said, a rumor swept London that Paul McCartney had been killed in a car crash on the M1, but of course there was no truth to it all, To it at all, um, the old, the only nugget of truth is that he actually once crashed a moped. Oh, okay, so <laughs> not exactly just, okay. crashed in a sports car, but uh, yeah. So the the theory sat dormant and dusty until 1969, when a college student named Tom. Zarski called into w wknr radio station to discuss the theory with dj russ Glit- gibbs or yeah i think it's gibbs yep i just actually uh we had an, <laughs> an l in there somewhere no, i capitalized the uh, oh. I like, what? <laughs> um, so he convinced gibbs to play revolution number no. nine from the white album and backwards and you hear a, a morphed voice that says turn me on dead man uh, or maybe that one wasn't backwards, but yeah. I'll, we'll have to post links to the, the YouTube bits of these no ones. Um, so Turn Me On, Dead Man. And things blew up from here. Uh, it, it really just spread like wildfire. And the theory basically goes that uh, Paul had stormed out of a recording session on November 9th, 1966, upset with his band, and he got into a car and drove off into the night. It got into a terrible accident, and like it decapitated him.
1: Dear Lord! Right? <laughs> Can't be a singer in a band like that! <laughs> and...
0: <laughs> there, yeah, the voice is just ruined. It really does something to the vocal cords when you rip the head off. Um, so, there's variations on this, though. So the first time I heard it from my my coworker, he said that he died in a car crash in India. Um, and so, that wouldn't have worked, though, because when I was looking into things, they didn't go to India until 68. Okay. Uh, and they... They uh, it would have been not Paul. We'll get into to who that is, old not Billy. Paul. She is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, the motivation to to actually do this is there. Uh, at the time, they were like the biggest thing. Isaiah okay. would say bigger than Jesus. But uh, so mm-hmm. if Jeez. he died, there would have been a, a good motivation to just replace him. And there actually were like lookalikes. That was yeah. a, weirdly a common oh, thing. Oh yeah, people, I'm sure. A popular I'm sure. thing people would do is like. I don't know. Be- there was the Beatles mania then. Yeah, 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 and
1: people were always like impersonating. Yeah, yeah. I can see that.
0: Uh, so they they found a lookalike named William Campbell, otherwise known as Billy Shears, and he he looks spot on, sings just like him, and is actually a pretty good songwriter in his own right.
1: Wow, um, Prince and the Popper, huh? Right,
0: pretty fun. Uh, I like. I really do like this conspiracy because some just have weird motivations that are kind of like. Political or class. Okay. Yeah, this is just fun. This is just fun. The like only thing this is going to piss off is Beatles fans. <laughs> <laughs> so they did leave some clues. Uh, whether it was like an honor or, or feeling guilty or just um, a lot of drugs. It could be. <laughs> so aside from Turn Me On Dead Man, Strawberry Fields has a backwards part where it sounds uh, like a very slowed down voice saying, I buried Paul.
1: But how do you do that on a record? I've always wondered, like, how do you, like, put in a subliminal you message? Can
0: play a, you could easily play a, um, another reel backwards while you're oh. recording.
1: Oh. Multi-tracking.
0: And if you lined it up with, like, percussions, you could hide something. Okay,
1: so I'm just like, I don't know how I would figure out how to make something cohesive forwards I mean, and backwards. Tried. like.
0: You could do it. If I
1: wanted to say my red pen is blue, but I needed to like say it backwards, I wouldn't even like. No, they're not doing it like, <laughs> like
0: there's times where even and in, uh, intentionally you'll hear like a little yeah, bit of a Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's
1: just more of like you kind of like just think, I you don't know, you think it sounds like that because your brain plays tricks on you.
0: But yeah, I, just, I mean, okay. that's kind
1: of what... But
0: the double tracks
1: makes way more sense also, where I
0: was going. It's also... Yeah. <laughs> it's also not really clear. I'll have okay, to... Okay, okay. I'll have to show you, uh, and we'll put links up. Is it
1: one of those things where, like, it's either Yanni or... Yeah, or kind of. Like, what's Laurel or whatever? Yeah,
0: Laurel or Yanni. Yeah, it sounds kind of like Okay,
1: that. okay. That makes me more sense.
0: Yeah, um, I'll play them for you later. I don't know if we have the rights to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, yeah. We'll just You look links. it up for yourself, okay? Um, so, yeah, aside from Turn Me On Dead Man, uh, and S- Strawberry Fields has that part where it says, uh, I buried Paul. The And at the end later it says, I'm so tired. Oh, wait, no. Oh, sorry. The end of I'm so tired has a bit where if it plays backwards, it says Paul's dead.
1: Paul um, is dead. Oh it Paul doesn't say just dead.
0: say Paul's dead, it says Paul's dead man. Miss him, miss him, miss him. <laughs> yeah. When I listen to it. Yeah, it does I, I, I can kinda hear it. Uh and there weren't only these weird background clues. Again, yeah. these ones take what you will from them. It could be it's it's supposed to, it's all symbolic. So there's okay. there's some visual cues and album covers. Abbey Road looks like a funeral procession. You have yeah. you have John Lennon dressed in white uh represented as as a priest uh ringo star is in black portrayed as an undertaker and george harrison is wearing a canadian tuxedo <laughs> i guess that means he's a grave digger i don't know
1: <laughs> like jean overalls i get you like a jean uh like mechanic suit
0: denim it's kind of the working class thing gotcha uh, so so uh and then on the same cover mccartney is shoeless his eyes are closed, and this is kind of supposed to represent his own death. Like, he's dead. I don't like, know what the shoes has. I'm
1: going to be dead soon, so I might as well put all of this <laughs> no, in the... This oh, this after, is the Billy. Yeah. Oh. This is the Billy. But um, why would you do that? That's like playing with fire. Like, I know that I'm that's, not this man, well, that's what but they're like, saying let's give out hints. Like, yeah. Maybe they're
0: giving out hints as like a nod to John, because it couldn't really mourn his death.
1: It's like, I know you're here, and we hate comparing or you Paul, to the I original mean. guy. I know you are talented on your own. But can you just almost (laughs) pretend to be dead? (laughs) We were trying to avoid people thinking you're dead by bringing you in. But we want them to think you might be dead.
0: (laughs) On the the same cover, there's a a Volkswagen Beetle behind them. And 28 IF is the license plate. Uh, And if he was alive, he would have been 28. So, oh. but if the conspiracy rings true, he's he joined the the twenty seven club along with Jim Morrison, Hendrix, Joplin, and oh. and Cobain. So, well, who, so that more later, reason to
1: but... <laughs> push for him to be dead is for him to be part of that illicit club.
0: Maybe there is something to it. Maybe they're just getting murdered. Twenty seven, mm. you get too big.
1: Um... And Harvey Weinstein's in prison. We'll find out if like it has anything to do with like. Is there like a record exec that kind of has that same kind of. Um, reputation, where like he kind of takes advantage of artists, and then they're like, all of a sudden, all the ones that kind of were related to him die at twenty seven.
0: May I think I think I have heard something, something along like those that, because that would be
1: a kind of cool conspiracy.
0: If it's not one, we got to make it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone, keep, keep it under wraps. We're gonna work <laughs> on this, yeah.
0: <laughs> so again, the same cover. Uh, it's everyone like kind of a funeral procession. Everyone's holding. Um, brass instruments except for him he's holding a black one and um so according to paul paul Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, when he was asked about all this he said someone rang up uh uh someone from the office rang me up and said look paul you're dead and he said oh i don't agree with that
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a reasonable response when someone says that you're dead (laughs) like Oh, I I don't agree with that right now. <laughs> oh, well,
0: also, if you're really Billy Shears, <laughs> <laughs> <True>. <laughs> uh, Lennon, when asked, he said it was it was the most stupid rumor I've ever heard, uh, and he and knows he, stupid. he called into the same radio station where where it first blew up, um, and he was he denied hiding any of these messages and symbolism, but later on the the album an, an, uh, Imagine, in the song How Do You Sleep, he wrote those freaks was right when they said you was dead the one you you miss the one mistake you made was in your head so he's Dang. poetic license i'm sure i don't think that really points to it Though later like in... i want to say it was like man like 7 years ago or something like that um uh, Ringo randomly s- said that it was true, and then said he was joking around. But, but
1: they like to fart around with the, right. you know, with the p- press. Like so th- I would play with it too.
0: Yeah, I would, <laughs> <laughs> especially this far after. So I'm telling you guys, uh, Billy Shears, he's really mm-hmm. Paul.
1: He's really Paul. Paul is dead. That would be great if he outlives all the rest of the Beatles. Like Paul is the last one alive, and it's like, oh, for a dead man, he sure is ticking along. <sighs> Just proves how that he's much a for robot. His concerts these days. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my gosh! All concerts are going to be expensive. You sound old when you're like back in my day. Concerts cost no. sixty dollars for the front row. <laughs> I'm just saying
0: McCartney is notorious for like the highest prices. Basically. Oh really? Oh I like, didn't know I remember. That. I remember back in the day, like when when I was like seventeen or something. The average show that I would go to, mostly punk shows, are like fifteen bucks. But he was charging like three fifty a ticket.
1: Dang. You're mm-hmm. cool, but, like, not that cool. You did wings, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. All right. Well, my story today I've titled Big Nose, Big Shoes. This story takes place in early America in the state of Wyoming. You know, way out yonder that way. nowhere. <laughs> it starts with a man named Big Nose George. George Parrot, to be exact. He was also known as Big Beak Parrot, George Manus, and George Warden. He was born March uh, twentieth, eighteen thirty four, and he passed away March twenty second, eighteen eighty one. So he had a pretty decent run in life yeah, there, especially for
0: that time period. Yeah, I'd say so. he was
1: famos- famously known for being a cattle rustler and a highwayman. So he was an infamous man. I can smell him coming. Yeah, he ha- he and his gang, which included a man called Dutch Charlie Burris, were trying to rob a train by booby trapping the rails the plane wa- the the plane the plane, the, plane. <laughs> the plan was to loosen a spike on um, in the rails and wrap it with telegraph wire and hide in a sage bush and they were going to tug the spike to dislodge the rail uh the rails and derail the train and then rob it okay the cargo that day was the company payroll for Union Pacific Railroad That's now nice apparently payroll. Union Pacific <laughs> used to Because of stagecoaches constantly getting robbed, they decided that they were just going to lump all their money up and do, like, a one massive pay thing. So, like, that train contained the payroll of everyone from the company, okay? Mm -hmm. It was a big deal. Unfortunately for Big Nose um, and Dutch Charlie Burris and the rest of the gang, an employee was inspecting the rails ahead of time and saw the booby trap and fixed it and then oh. told the authorities about it and so when the day came that the train was expected to arrive big nose and his gang got ambushed ouch they uh George and his gang were able to flee to rattlesnake Canyon at the base of Elk Mountain before uh they were tracked down by Carbon County's sheriff deputy Robert Widowfield and Union Pacific detective Henry Tip vincent tip being his little nickname there Mm. the gang then ambushed the lawman shooting Widowfield in the face and gunning down vincent as he tried to flee so you know you have attempted robbery and now you have murder twice on your hands they took the lawman's guns horses and money before covering the bodies and heading out there was a reward of $10,000 offered, which is a lot of money from right. back then, and it soon doubled to 20,000 for the apprehension of Big Nose George and his gang. So like they were they really wanted that money. How the... many big
0: big nose guys just got
1: brought in? It's <laughs> him. It's him. While on the run, it was a sad day for men with long noses.
0: No. <laughs> so was it long or was it like um?
1: Here I have a picture, and we'll have to put one up on our TikTok here. He did actually have kind of a long, kind of beakish nose. Yeah, it's, it's it wasn't long. Bad.
0: It's big, big overall though.
1: Yeah, and then there is a second kind of picture that.
0: Okay, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's big. It's I wasn't a big sure if it beakish was just, nose. Yeah. If it was a big, big honking one or like a little Pinocchio nose. No,
1: it, it's like it kind of comes out like a parrot's beak and yeah. like kind of hooks down. So it is a big nose. He, he was app- He was appropriately named. <laughs> yeah. While on the run, they robbed a wagon train that included fifteen soldiers. So they didn't give a fuck. They right. were gonna do anything they could, and they escaped with somewhere between three to thirteen thousand dollars. Which is, again, a lot of freaking money. Big Nose George and Dutch Charlie Burris would get drunk and brag about killing the last set of men who tried to bring them in and how much it was being offered for their capture. Because, you know, that's always smart to do. Right. In a bar, you're drunk and you're bragging. Like, yeah. yeah, If if someone were to bring me in, (laughs) you could get like $50 million. No (laughs) one's going to do it, right? (laughs) Well, at some point... Uh, In January of 1879, Dutch Charlie Burris was arrested. While he was being transported back for his trial, the train had to stop to restock their water and coal. Mm -hmm. A mob rushed onto the train and dragged out Dutch, hanging him from the telegraph pole right there. He was buried on the outside... Uh, Buried in an unmarked grave on the outskirts of the Carbon Cemetery in some sage bush. So the locals just didn't feel like he deserved to be buried amongst their people. And I guess he's still there to this point. Um, Yeah. I wonder if he got a gravestone now. Like, you know, (laughs) there's got to be some kind of marker. Something out there. You just look for a bush and hope it's him. Historical marker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Big Nose George went out to Montana where he continued to get drunk and boast about his crimes. Someone sent a message to Carbon County Sheriff James Rankin who went out and arrested Big Nose George in July of 1880 and brought him back to Wyoming to face the judge. At first he pled guilty only to change his mind and change it to not guilty and um and in 2 days or er, only to change it back after 2 days after the jury was sworn in. So like he basically just kept on playing games like I'm guilty, no I'm not guilty, I'm it wasn't guilty, me. It was I'm my not nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So 10 days, uh, or wait, hold on. He was sentenced to be hung on April 2nd, 1881. I think they just wanted, like, they couldn't have said April 1st because then no one would believe him. So they had to be like, the next day. (laughs) 10 days before his execution, though, he tried to escape. He used a pocket knife to saw through the rivets on his shackles and struck Rankin in the head, knocking him out. As his luck would have it, the guard's wife was nearby and heard her husband cry out, and she ran and locked the door to the building, shooting her husband's revolver in the air to get the attention of the rest of the guards. Mm -hmm. While Rankin lay recovering, masked men with pistols burst into the jail. Holding Rankin at gunpoint, they took his keys, so I'm assuming Big Nose Group just came back, yeah. took his keys and dragged Parrot from his cell. His Oh, wait, never mind. They were not his friends. His hands were tied (laughs) behind his back. (laughs) And they placed him on an empty kerosene barrel with a noose around his neck. And the other end of the rope was over the telegraph pole. And they went to drop him, but the rope snapped, dropping Big Nose George to the ground. His
0: nose is too heavy.
1: It was really. (laughs) (laughs) Making him beg to be shot instead, they said, nope. They got a new rope, and then they made him climb up a 12-foot ladder, shackled, and mm-hmm. he died in front of an audience of roughly about 200 people. Wow. But here's where the story gets interesting. Like, this guy already had, like, a pretty crazy life to start with. And a pretty intense death, too, because he died earlier than he was supposed to, and two days after his birthday, for criminy's ah. sakes. So, like, that sucks. <laughs> but, I mean, and birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> With no one claiming Big Nose George's body, he was able to be claimed by two men, Drs. Thomas McGee and John Eugene Osborne. Osborne made a death mask and had the outlaw skinned. Mm. The skin from his thighs and chest were removed, and the, the skin, including the dead man's nipples, were sent to a tannery in Denver where it was made into a pair of shoes and a medical bag. Why the nipples?
0: Just like little accents on the bag. I am assuming like little button
1: rivet spots. (laughs) I don't know
0: pictures of this.
1: No, uh, well, of the bag I think is missing, but that's that's. I think they can. They still find the shoes, but they can't find the bags right now. Okay. And so that's kind of where like one of the images that I had for you like I showed you like it's got the shoes and the death mask. Yeah, the nipples
0: must be on the bag. I mean, yeah
1: yeah and right now well, I don't know if they can find
0: it. you know Gene made a, a belt with nipples. I mean, I mean they are apparently
1: an interesting part towards outfits and if you're
0: going to to Tanner <laughs> to make human goods then nipples are
1: obviously a necessary must have. <laughs> so <laughs> to make good, like buttonholes <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so gross. So anyways, um they uh let's see. here McGee studied the criminal's brain. And Big Nose's skull was cut into two pieces, like an upper and a lower, not down half. So mm-hmm. like a hamburger bun, not a hot dog bun. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. McGee gave the top half to his protege, Lillian Heath, who later became Wyoming's first female physician. Mm. Heath is said to have used the cap as an ashtray, a pen holder, and a doorstop. So, <laughs> yeah, because that's what she, that's what you do with a gift. Some guy gave you a fucking gift, and you just use it as an ashtray. What's kind of
0: wild is that like this guy at one point was worth like a million dollars. And now he he's like, an ashtray. <laughs> the top of his head is a doorstop.
1: <laughs> so the outlaw, the rest of him, was placed in a whiskey barrel and buried in an unmarked grave. In 1950, when the area was being redeveloped, for a brief moment, the two pieces of the skull were reunited, only to be separated again. The skull cap and the shackles he was hung in are now housed at the Union Pacific Railroad Museum in Council Bluffs, Iowa, or at the Union Pacific Museum in Omaha, Nebraska. I've seen it listed on both of their I sites. I kind of want to see this. So, yeah, yeah. And that's why I tell you guys, because you guys can go find this stuff that we're talking about.
0: Last night I just learned that uh, Santa Ana's, you know, General Santa Ana from yeah. Alamo, has fake leg, like his prosthetic leg, is yeah. in Iowa because some Iowa regimen stole it one time. See? <laughs> I learned that from King of it.
1: Oh, did I tell you then his um yeah, metal. sorry, sorry. I had a moment where I was like thinking I, I missed something. Anyway. <laughs> we have with Santa had leg. <laughs> Santa Annie. Santa Annie. Um, Osborne went on to become the first Democrat elect. You know, this will go well for the Democrats, you know, here. Um, Osborne went on to become the first Democrat elected as the governor of Wyoming at his inaugural ball. He wore the skin shoes. Oh God! You know because you gotta wear your best. (laughs) I have fancy events I go to and I bring my coach bag. He brings Um. his like big nose George shoes. (laughs) Ooh, those are nice shoes. Where did you get them, Big Nose George? (laughs) (laughs) The rest of Big Nose George was placed in a salt solution in a whiskey whiskey barrel and buried in McGee's office backyard. And the medical bag has gone missing. now there are stories that Big Nose George ran with the James brother, as in like uh, Jesse James, his oh, him yeah, and his family. Right. George was one, uh, was the one that would spread the story. So we don't know how true that is. Because I would often, I would brag too, like, oh yeah, I'm a bad guy. I, I know the James guys. I know that back in the day I hung out with them. Right? Who's gonna who's gonna refute that? The internet. Proof exactly. It, right? George was um because he used to hang out with a man named Frank McKinney, and Frank McKinney also claimed to be frank james and frank james is the name of jesse james's brother okay none of these stories can be proven or disproven so historians chalk it up to him being another outlaw who bit off more than he can chew but yeah you can go visit and actually see these items inside of a museum the bag's missing but the shoes are are it's in. morbid
0: but i want to see the big nose Yes.
1: Shoes. I, well but you got to go to iowa oh, uh sorry, iowa Island's or <laughs> no <laughs> iowa or inside of is it i did i say nebraska so oh, yeah, Omaha, the, to have it. The, well, I've seen it cited online as in being in both places. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it like it moves back and forth Could or it be. was at one and they just didn't update it when it was switched to a because it's still Union Pacific. So I would recommend if you're out someplace and you're at a Union Pacific, like there's a Union Pacific Railroad mm-hmm. Museum, pop oh, in and see because yeah. maybe, maybe Big Nose George's death mask and shoes Rilla are traveling. Are a big thing. Like people,
0: collectors love that.
1: And tip. I mean, how amazing is it to have? one that actually has dead bodies in it so you know
0: <laughs> probably the coolest railroad person. i
1: actually had met a railroad conductor not too long well it Unless was a while a ago
0: thing. They just <laughs> keep a lot of <laughs> macabre trophies in they things. could
1: because he was he was drinking at a bar and he's pretty depressed and i asked him like you know what's the weirdest thing about being it and he goes well On average, a railroad conductor will kill like two to three people a year. That's and it's not there. It's not on purpose. It's because it's like suicide. Normally, he's like, and you hear it more than you feel it. Mm. And I'm like, wow. I'll buy you another beer, sir. Like I get why you're you're sitting in here. So being a railroad conductor apparently is you gotta have a heart for it, or no heart, or I don't know. Be able to just yeah, the stomach for it.
0: Gotta have some George shoes. Gotta have some
1: George shoes and a big nose. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Well, you guys, that's all we have for this episode. We hope to hear from, or uh, we hope you guys hear from us again.
0: (laughs) Thanks for joining us,
1: everyone. Bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Want to help us get into more ears? Help us grow by following, rating, and reviewing wherever you're listening. This is especially helpful in iTunes, so pop over and give us a rating if you can. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Feel free to leave any questions or comments.